today we are going to discuss an idea that I have been obsessing about for quite some time now. It's the idea of confidence. I feel like this idea has real world implications attached to it. That's why I've been discussing this with so many people. Now, having too little or too much of confidence can really reflect in your personality and guide your decisions. Bertrand Russell had a very famous quote. He said that the whole problem with this world is that fools and fanatics are always so certain of themselves and wiser people are always full of doubts. And I couldn't agree with him anymore. Let's dig deep into this idea of confidence, uh, how it is built and what it tells about you in today's episode of Perfectly Average. So I wanted to start off this discussion by explaining an idea that I have previously discussed on this podcast. It's the idea of bifurcation of the entire knowledge. So the entire knowledge in this universe is basically divided into three chunks. A smaller chunk is the things you know you know. Like for example, you know that you know the capital of India. There is a bigger chunk which is the things you know you don't know. That's like for example, you know that you don't know the fifth person on moon. Right. And the biggest chunk of all of these three is the things you don't know you don't know. Like for example, you don't know that you don't know the national sport of India. No, it is not hockey. And this idea of things you don't know you don't know sets up perfectly the idea that I am going to explain to you today. The idea of the Dunning-Kruger effect. So the Dunning-Kruger effect is essentially a concept that uh, tells us that how our confidence changes with the amount of knowledge that we have. And it's explained beautifully with a graph and you can Google it anytime you want. The spelling of the effect is the Dunning-Kruger, D-U-N-N-I-N-G-K-R-U-G-E-R effect. So the graph has four parts. The first part is where you have no confidence and no knowledge, right? When you don't know anything about anything, so you realize, okay, I'm not good at this. The interesting part of the graph starts now. When you gain a certain amount of knowledge, like you're an amateur, uh, you gain a lot of confidence. Like there is a spike in the graph and this spike is called the peak of Mount Stupid because here you are not realizing the huge chunk of things you don't know you don't know. And even though you are an amateur, you consider yourself to be a professional level uh, player or whatever. So simply explaining this is when your skill level is actually 2 out of 10, you consider yourself as 8 out of 10. The third part of the graph is basically a huge depression in the level of confidence, even when the knowledge has actually increased. So this is when you are better than an amateur. So maybe your skill level is at like 5 out of 10. But you actually underestimate the skill level you have and you consider yourself to be like a 2 out of 10. And this is because you realize the scope of the knowledge that you uh, want to understand and how much you don't know out of it. And this tends you to believe that there's so much stuff that you don't know that you actually lose 
all the confidence that you had built previously and even make you uh, under confident uh, in some respect and this part of the graph is called the valley of despair so if you can visualize this there is a huge crest and there is a deep trough in the graph till now so from being a noob with no confidence to an amateur with huge confidence to a semi pro with very little confidence you now get into the zone of expertise this is the part of the graph where your confidence increases gradually instead of drastically with knowledge here you start gaining confidence in your abilities and this leads you to not over or undersell yourself because you estimate your skill level accurately so now that you know how confidence changes with respect to knowledge let's understand why this is important let's take the example of civil servants right they are people that are very intellectual very smart uh, and basically dedicate their lives to serving the people but they essentially work under an under qualified and under educated minister that actually has more power than they have i'm not saying that they're not powerful in any sense but you wouldn't be able to name five ias officers that you know versus five chief ministers that you know and we all know what happens with civil servants that try to make it into politics the overconfident leader with its fickle minded mob crushes the intellectual so there are two factors at play here one is the reaffirmation of confidence for an already overconfident person and the other is called the impostor syndrome now you remember the spike in our graph called the mount stupid and the dip in our graph called the valley of despair now the people at mount stupid are actually exuding so much confidence that people around them actually think that they know as much confidence as they exude and this becomes like a feedback loop for overconfident people they show a lot of confidence and people actually tend to give positive feedback to that confidence which in turn uh, helps them grow their confidence even uh, further so i'll give you a very funny example of this feedback loop all right now in 2016 us elections a very funny thing happened wherein uh, trump actually claimed that a lot of people uh our trump supporters even though he had no real data to actually support his argument and when people were actually asked whether or not they support trump they actually stated the reason that a lot of people already uh support him so they also support him and this just goes to show that a lay person actually would tend to believe a person who would claim to know more versus a person who actually knows more This is also the reason why overconfident people never tend to actually improve on their skills because they're always getting so much positive feedback that they don't really uh, realize that they need to upskill themselves and actually uh, gain some real knowledge. The other idea that is uh, influencing this whole bias is the idea of the imposter syndrome. and this is exactly what happens uh, when you are at that valley of despair that we talked about earlier imposter syndrome is basically the idea that a person undersells their skill set and uh, essentially has no confidence in their abilities and always uh, feel like that they're an imposter in a position of somebody uh, more qualified 
this is actually a result of them understanding what real skill looks like and hence they tend to compare themselves to the ideal person or the pioneer in that field and hence feeling uh, that they don't deserve that the position that they have so they're always humble full of self doubt and even sometimes self deprecatory and this is what exactly uh, what bertrand russell was talking about because the fallacy of knowing something is that you also know what you don't know and this knowing what you don't know always keeps you grounded and never lets you claim anything that is preposterous unlike people that actually don't know anything but claim a lot and for every person there would be several of these graphs relating to every skill that they have how good of a guitar player you are how good you are at socializing how self aware you are and how good of a parent you are so think about it are you a noob are you an overconfident amateur are you an underconfident above average person or are you an expert who knows what he's worth thank you for listening see you in the next one